Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Die As Cast podcast. This is episode 30 of Unseating Mavericks. Dirty 30. 30. 30 and flirty. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> what were you saying? When last we left the PCs, <laughs> they had all come from their individual ventures and arrived, met, back at the seat of Mavros's grand entrance. As they had bullied their way past poor Avron, they had worked hey. desperately I feel like to inspired. find the Mantis That's monks. right, using relic status. <laughs> <laughs> yes, leaning on the relic status <laughs> of the <laughs> Templar's village. I like this. They had pushed past the affable and yet firm Avron, a cleric of Mavros who was trying to do crowd control they were desperate to find what they believed the Mantis monks were hiding in the crowd, namely various humanoid bombs, walking, acidic <laughs> paths of destruction. It's like in Super Mario, there's just a bunch of bombs walking around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be way Don't easier. hit them. Kevin, hit <laughs> on that. Gideon set off to find Faye, concerned for her, worried that she may have been taken over by the Mantis monks, but was able to meet with her, have a few last words, and realized that she was fully herself. He also realized for the first time that she was not coming back. Whether she won or lost today, her fate was now entwined with Mavros. Fate. <laughs> Her face it was entwined with Mavros. And then, just as he was leaving, she tossed out an apology for sending his mothers off on the mission that they have yet to reappear back from. Griffin, why don't you tell us about Gideon? You know what? I, I've learned something pretty, pretty fuck, pretty, pretty faked up. Fake. Oh, no, wait, faked. I was trying to He's say trying. fuck, but Faye faked up. Fa yeah, yeah. About my my pirate they, they, queen. They know. And uh, I'm ready to commit some heresy if I find out uh, what happened here. This is Gideon Sweets. Is it the truth or is it fake news? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> ah, okay. Dark. So now we're aligning yeah. ourselves with some different kind of Fair. views here of the Dias <laughs> okay. Cast podcast. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's. I, I don't know if that's what we <laughs> yeah. want. But any, we should talk about it off air. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> We're going to have a terse discussion. <laughs> Speaking of terse discussions, Chisk. Actually, before we jump into it, Diego, tell us about Chisk. <laughs> God, we got to You know what? We don't have to do direction. things in order. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Chisk here. To be perfectly honest, Chisk has been going through some changes, and uh, he's, you know, found people through through Mavros where he can, you know, let it all go and talk to, like like, a real person. Like a real tree. And that was Avron. He he let me talk to him and tell him all my worries. He was a good man. He's not dead. He's just Yeah, he's not dead. Nah, he's just, he's no, dead. Yeah. What? I mean <laughs> Would you say Chisk is experiencing growth? Nice. We could really say that Chisk has a whole new ring, maybe. That he's branching out. <laughs> he's branching out. Oh, Griffin, please edit it so that I said that. Hey, I, her. I, hey, I tweeted that first. I hey, tweeted that true, first. Actually. Go Diego back to my did. Twitter. I, I tweeted it first. Diego had, had said branching out. As Chisk felt inspired and uh, re-energized and, and fertilized to continue his quest, he headed off to find someone of importance, someone of more importance than Avron, someone able to make some changes because he was desperate to halt or save the people of the Seat of Mavros. Meanwhile, Templar, taking matters into their own hands, took their bearer out to the middle of the arena. Now, it was still two or three hours before the start of the first battle, and tried to announce that it was T minus three to the start. <laughs> Woof! It's going off the rails. Yes, I see nothing wrong with this plan. I stick by it, even in hindsight. It seems to have worked. Templar's Verge succeeds. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were unable to catch the attention of most of the people in the arena, given the size of the arena and the number of people there. They have now since decided to take a more direct action, 
and have gone chasing off underneath the stands in pursuit of... Emma, what was Templar in pursuit of? Hello, I'm Templar's Verge. I am a relic, a notorious relic of Mavros, <laughs> well known to all. I, I instill awe in everyone who looks upon me, including the three people who heard me in the arena when I announced <laughs> my presence. I was looking for people in the crowd, and I succeeded in identifying three, which is three more than we had before. <laughs> Thank you. Three I will be zero. taking no comments at am, the time. Am I right that you two got apprehended by the clerics? Did you two get caught? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, got yeah. it. Uh, I'm sorry. Blaine was caught, as is his way. I was invisible at the time. Uh, Gideon spent his time sort of taking matters into his hands more directly and was working his way through the stands, rolling half-decent perception rolls as he looked for people who had been <laughs> stitched just unnecessarily sort of mean, yeah. half-decent. <laughs> That's my father, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he went through the crowd, picking out two or three of these stitched-up people amongst each section of the uh, Seed of Mavros. There are approximately 80 sections. He did not want to risk losing the Mantis monks themselves, so he has been following them as they circled back towards the entrance. In amongst the crowd... He has tossed a dagger, just as we see Chisk and Templar both converging again at the entrance, each of you looking frantically for each other. All right, you guys are currently at the entrance. There is a crowd. You see a dagger go flashing over the heads of several of these people. Roll to hit, Griffin. Uh, here we go. That's a 16. The dagger flies through the hair and sticks into the back Ooh. of what would be the monk's head if it was not his thorax. It's right in the butt. Tell me the damage. Nine piercing damage. Oh, although would you consider this a sneak attack? Uh, it would be a sneak attack. It would indeed. Money, hold on. Money. <laughs> Money, hold on. Money, hold on. Fifteen piercing damage. So the monk is surprised and badly hurt. Let's do initiative. I, I got a nine. Fourteen. Six. <laughs> so. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> as the mantis monk screeches in pain from its new wound, you hear the padding of feet as Big Willard rushes in from the outside. Come join the fun, Big Whale. Big Willard is first. Oh, but he doesn't have a bow. His bow has been oh, broken. Oh, I was going to oh, do no! that. Dang it. So he goes pressing through the crowd, starting to work up a rage as he sees this monk start to unfold itself and let out this howl in amongst the crowds of dozens and dozens of Mavro's followers. Uh, let me see. Actually, Griffin, I'll get you to just roll me a athletics to see if he can push through the crowd so he can get an attack on this round. What's his bonus? He has no bonus for that. Then he got a 14. He cannot reach the monks. The monk, however, can reach him and runs towards... Actually, no, he'd be running towards you. He wouldn't recognize Big Willard amongst all the other people moving in all sorts of different directions. <laughs> oh, dear. He can't get at you, Gideon. You see this monk creature reaching for you, its long arms reaching out, and it's unable to get past the mass of people that are all sort of moving in, in different directions as crowd starts to get worked up. Gideon. Uh, so have the mantis monks, like, unfolded themselves and revealed themselves? Uh, this one has, for sure. Uh, okay, great. Uh, I am going to shout, Someone's attacking the tournament! Everyone, look! Uh, <laughs> and I... Okay, hold on, hold on. Performance for me. All right. I believe in you. 17. So you are heard over the din of the crowd coming in, and people are starting to look around and you know, muttering, and, and, and there's all sort of Shakespearean crowd Greek chorus noises coming from muttering. all around you. <laughs> They're speaking in iambic pentameter. Yes. It's like the sequence <laughs> Scrooge died. Uh, dreadful. <laughs> Simply dreadful. I Have the other two revealed themselves, or are they trying to keep walking? 
the other two monks have just stopped. They haven't done anything yet. Okay. I'm going to take uh, one swipe at this one in front of me that tried to get at me. Uh, What am I rolling? Athletics? Yep. Uh, Nat one. Okay, you can't get at him either. So there is this mass of people, and the two of you are reaching for it. And all around you, you see rangers and fighters and monks all milling around uncertainly. Weapons are being drawn. There's a few uh, regular worshippers of Mavros, well-dressed people that are, are looking around nervously. But the bulk of the crowd is, most of them are seem to be excited about having a fight. So I can't, I can't move at all? You can't get at this guy. Okay, then I, if I'm seeing other people drawing weapons, I'm going to, like, Assassin's Creed back into the crowd and bonus action high. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, That'll be a 19. As you duck back into the crowd and start shifting in amongst all these other people, you see the the monk raise itself up to its full, like, eight-foot height, looking and scanning and click, 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 clicking for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and, like, change my voice and go... What the hell is that thing? Everyone, alert the clerics! <laughs> All right, give me a give me a, a deception this time. <laughs> I gotta stop this, man. <laughs> oh, deception's not too bad. Here we go. Yeah, twenty six. Oh, <laughs> so you see all these people? What what is that thing? By the way, I, I don't know. What is it? Look look at how tall it is. Is it a bug? Let's try and stab it. Yeah, okay. He was disguised as a monk. Maybe they all are. Huh. Why is that bear talking so weird? I don't know. Let's stab him. <laughs> no, the it's insect. not the bear. I've deceived people. <laughs> He's hiding. He's hiding. Uh, Chisk. Who looks hurt? Does any do? Does uh, Mr. Panda or or McNutt look hurt? Uh, Le- Lance, uh, Blaine is definitely hurt. <laughs> Lance, I don't. Blaine I, is I, hurt. Lance is the the big knight that has this <laughs> long fine. pole. Lance Bass. <laughs> Lance Bass. No, that's a real person. Don't write that down as a character name. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's not a millennial like us. No, he is uh, uh, now a sea knight. Oh, His name's no. Lance Bass. Okay, regardless, I would like to cure wounds, <laughs> Mr. McNutt. He, I mean, he's... He, Chisk, you're very yes. kind. He's fine. He could handle this. He needs oh. to just play it smarter the next time that something happens. Okay. Blaine, do you have anything to say for yourself? Well, I wouldn't mind a band-aid or two. I have to, I have to tell you, I feel it a bit peaked. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give him a, a, a cure wounds. Oh, bless you, Jesus. First level. Don't you worry about Templar's proclamations. Between you and me, you've always been my favorite. Yeah, to, to be honest, it looked like you needed it, so I'm here to help. Blaine McNutt, fine. Drink your juice. Take your <laughs> sippy cup of healing. Be the infant you are. If this is what you need, that's <laughs> I put fine. my palm on his forehead. Uh, that's a nine <laughs> nine healing points. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, just a just a big slap. <laughs> I back away and go by uh, amongst the crowd. You're doing that kind of shuffle thing. I just shimmy, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Treat coming through. Templar. Okay. Uh, mm, how far are we away from this monk that Gideon threw a dagger at? Roll me a. Six cider and multiply it by ten. Okay. Sixty. Sixty feet away. Blaine, be brave now that you've had your healing administered to you. Run forward. We're going to move and dash sixty feet right up to them. Okay. And then I want Blaine to hold me up. I will retreat from my invisible form. And I will say, uh, servants of Mavros, you see here an enemy an enemy who is trying to disturb the tournament. Turn your weapons upon them and stop them in their path. All right. So first off, I'll get you to do an athletics to see how close you can get to them. Uh, it's a nat one, but I'm a luck blade. So we're going to yes. do that again. Hey, it's a nat two. Uh, <laughs> Which is twice as good. <laughs> it is twice as good. Thank you for noticing. That brings us to a total of six. So you are not <laughs> able to get close. You are still 60 feet away. I can't even move at all? There's a, there's just dozens, hundreds of people all around you. So not you even just, half speed? You can't get through the crowd. I will still make this proclamation from where I am and say, look ahead of you there. These monks, <laughs> they are not monks. 
These are bugs in false clothing. Do not allow them to besmirch the reputation of this great tournament. <laughs> they're bunks. Yeah, they're bunks. The emperor has no clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. You can roll me a persuasion. It will be with a disadvantage, though, just because of the distance, because of the awe, the general chaos that's happening all around you anyway. Okie dokie. Oh, great. Uh, 21. Hell yeah. Ooh. So I'll get you to roll me two six-siders. Nine. So nine of the followers of Mavro's turn on these monks. Booyah. And advance so good. with shields and daggers and swords drawn, following the, the clarion call of Templar's Verge. And also, if you could please make a pathway, that would be great. <laughs> Don't move. The clarion footnote of Templar's Verge. <laughs> you could just get out of the way, please. Thank you so much. Big Willard... <laughs> Big Willard can't kick. Have you you've been rolling Big Willard with advantage if he's raging and doing athletic checks? Uh, he hasn't been rolling with advantage. You're right. No, he still wouldn't have got there, but he's very close. So the monk is still, now he is looking for you, Gideon. He is unable to see you. So he is now turned and notices Blaine and the Shrieking Sword. Good. Come to us, then. You see him, what he should have done last time, but he was just so surprised by having a dagger in the back of his head. It leaps into the air, its wings buzzing, and lands in front of your bearer and gets a 12 on the first slack of claws. Does not hit. Do any of the nine right. people who drew weapons on him get opportunity attacks? Uh, yeah, sure. Why don't we do that? Why don't you each roll me two 20-siders? Let me know if you get above 14. You can have a plus three. One of mine is above. A 14. Mine is, one, one is below and the other one is a natural 20. Okay, so for the for the two of you that got just regular hits, uh, just roll me a d8 plus four. Ooh, 12. 10. So Dang. 22. Oh my God. <laughs> slashing into him. This really is the wrong city to try and mess with. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, the worst yeah. spot to be. Everybody has weapons yeah. and wants to fight. <laughs> and God, they want this to go fine. <laughs> Chisk, give me a name of your of your natural 20 roller. Oh, easily Pedro. <laughs> easily Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> easily, so easily that it took me a couple of seconds to think and of it. And it. it is also his first name. Yeah, his first name is yeah, Easily. That's yeah. Easily yeah, Pedro. No. <laughs> easily Pedro. Roll a d8 and add 12. So 14. Okay. And now roll me the eight-sided critical hit. Way to go, Easily. Oh, baby, here we go. Seven. The target tries to flee and panics for one round. So the mug is panicking. It's swirling. It doesn't head off towards Blaine at all. It heads off in a random direction. It turns to head towards the entrance. See there how it flees from you? Good. Pursue it. So <laughs> we are going to uh, have the remaining two. What did they do? Probably die. Probably, probably yeah, they're, they're going to just... be a dead. Oh, the other one, a larger one, also turns to flee. It disengages, oh. leaps mm. into the sky. Well, not the sky, but into the high ceiling and races <laughs> out. The next one, though, is turning to fight and is going to challenge easily. Or, nah. or you could also <laughs> challenge my attacker, Difficult Walter. <laughs> All right, we better add difficult Walter. <laughs> oh, no. No, Emma he was... doesn't deserve it. He only got a 17. My attacker is uh, mediocre Eva. Monk number two misses easily Pedro with both its attacks. And now the crowd is beginning to realize what's going on. Gideon. Is there any Aarakocras by? Aarakocras? Uh, I will say there's a 10% chance of an Aarakocra being by. Roll me either 10 and below or 90 and above. Okay, I will do 90 or above. Okay. Ooh, fun. 
Um, what does both uh, dice having zeros mean? That's a hundred, right? There's one hundo. Oh my god. Come it to turned- me, my bird friend. <laughs> I am the Snow White of Mavros. <laughs> you get over there and you follow that bugman. <laughs> All right. Difficult Walter takes to the air. Yeah. He was a hit. <laughs> He was a uh, <laughs> Eric Cockra. You know what? Roll me a four-sided, Griffin. <laughs> Difficult Walter three. Three more Eric Cockras. They wheel in flight like majestic <gasps> bald eagles. Oh my! And wow. fly after the fleeing mantis monks. Suddenly, the seat of Mavros is so cool. Is that my action? Uh, I would say. I would say you could have one of your two attacks. Okay. I'd love to see if I could hit. The mantis monk running away, the one that leaped. The very first one? Yes. Okay. Heading back towards the door. Uh, That's a dirty 20. That is a hit. Uh, 19 piercing damage. (laughs) 19 piercing damage. Oh my god. As a sneak attack dagger comes swirling out of the crowd. (laughs) Tell me how Gideon brings down this mantis monk. I'd like to think that he, like, leaped and landed... And he's, like, in the middle of leaping again and kind of, like, skeet shooting. The dagger just, like, pushes him out of the sky. And his corpse starts being crowd surfed over, the, over my fellow <laughs> oh my fighters. God. So the, the creamy innards of the mantis monks cream yeah. down. Oh, my God. Like some sort of gruesome war bidet spraying down on all of you. Oh, why'd you have to bring the bidet into this? (laughs) I didn't bring the bidet in. I'm just using the bidet. (laughs) Hey, Kevin, you really shouldn't be using the the bidet while we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Chisk, you see the dagger flash out. One of them falls. You see one is fighting now with easily Pedro. The crowd is actually tightening up as more fighters come in anxious to fight with somebody. Oh, that guy's so cool! Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot a guiding bolt at the one, the only one that's running away. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because there's one that's dead already. Guiding bolt. Ooh. Ooh. That is sixteen. That hits. Ooh, yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm casting at a third level because I have no other spell slots. All right. Ooh. What? Yeah. Peace up. <laughs> I was like, why are there so many dice? (laughs) I was like, okay. Uh, Oh, 19. Ooh. So the bolt splits this creature. Not dead, but badly hurt. Ah, dang it. Nice. (laughs) Thanks. I I think that's the first spell I've actually hit (laughs) on an attack. This whole recording. The whole crowd, all of the crowd, there's probably 500 people in the area. They all stop and they all go, ooh. Wow. Uh, Your journey, it begins now, Chisk of the Pinion. Uh, this is a lot. Uh, <clears throat> Templar. Blaine, we should not let this opportunity go to waste. You know I'm not one to step back, but I know you have a measly crossbow at your hip. I wish for you to put me aside and take the shot with your crossbow. Whoa. <gasps> you understand what this means for me, Blaine, and what it means for you. I can't help you with this. Uh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What is it you want Okay, to- just shoot it with your crossbow. <laughs> you have advantage because of what Chisk did. All right. Wow, crossbow attack, hey? 19 to hit. Oh! 19 is a hit. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Is speared a second time with another, this time, physical bolt. And the slow music starts uh, to play, to rise, to swell, as it continues to fly raggedly (laughs) through the air. Now, Mediocre Eva has an axe they can throw. Oh, yes, she would love to do that. She has an axe to grind, Eva does, and she wants to hit this fucking bug. Okay, that's the Eva voice, do we think? I love that. I thought so. I don't know. What do we think? Shall we just just workshop it? Uh, I rolled an 18 on the dice. What's her? That's a hit. Great. Oh, Mediocre Eva. She's on fire. That's eight points. Tell me how Mediocre Eva brings <gasps> down. Above average yes. Eva. Yes. 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 51% Eva. <laughs> <laughs> 
she throws her hand axe and shaves off 51% (laughs) of the mantis. And that mantis falls. And there is a single mantis left. Now, it, seeing its two compatriots fall, realized that it also must escape. Not also, because none of them escaped. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Big Willard makes it up to the front. Oh, but fumbles in front of the Uh, third mantis. No, Big Mm. Willard. Uh, Griffin, just roll me his uh, fumble chart. Uh, That's a five for my favorite NPC that's going to be alive after this, right, Kev? Ooh, he is going to be alive. Oh, no. But... But he found 7,000 gold on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) He missed, but is rich. (laughs) Now. He's rich now. (laughs) Oh, so easily Pedro takes 12 points of damage Ah. from the rat behind him. And I think easily Pedro would be like, someone else is attacking me and will turn to spin. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Big Willard's like, it's a mistake. It was, it was, a, it was uh, my hand slipped. It was a, Big I, Will, I, get I, out of there. Get out of there, Big Will. I had to run in with some knights at the stand and it didn't go well. Uh, this creature is flying off now. He is disengaging and flying. Gideon. Huh. Yeah. I guess I'll see if I can make it up to this third guy and Pedro and Willard. Okay. But I, I would love to, in a similar fashion, kind of, like, jump up and start, like, walking on heads. Ooh. Instead of trying to muscle my way through. I'm a tiny bear. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, a, like a, you roll me an acrobatics with disadvantage. Uh, that'll be 14. All right. I tell you what. You will stumble and trip and fumble, what? but you can get oh. up there for one attack on this guy, just as he is <laughs> launching himself into the air. <laughs> so you you end up standing on difficult Walter. Oh, not difficult Walter, on mediocre even. You leap into the air, just as this thing also leaps into the air. Okay, uh, then I'm gonna try and grapple it. Ooh. Hey, good call. I always forget how this works. It's just that you, I just roll an attack, right? You roll athletics, I think. Right. Ooh, that's only a 12 though. Oh, so you reach out and you grab this thing, but it sort of kicks back with its leg, and it is free. All right. So, this thing is in the air. It it kicks the bear. And you can see now, all around you, there's people all commenting and and, uh, giving you a play-by-play to each other about all the fighting that's going on. (laughs) But, Chisk, it's your turn. I I think Chisk is kind of, like, inflated a bit from all the chatter and, like, gasps. It looks good on you, Chisk. Uh, thanks. Oh, it's it's running away, and I I, I he'll look and and say uh, grovel, and will cast command. Ooh. Ooh, that's a wisdom saving throw. I'm so nervous right now. Uh, yeah. Are there any more creatures? Because I have only third level, so I can cast it on three. Uh, you don't see any others. Cool. Great. Then yeah, that's that's all I need. <laughs> okay. You are able to convince this thing to fall to the ground for a moment and grovel at your feet. Grovel's such a good one. Mm-hmm. And stay there. <laughs> and I look around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will say that for this one round, a grovel puts this creature in a prone position. Ooh. Yeah. Templar. Can I make a correction? So it says the target falls prone and ends its turn. So technically it happens on its turn. Right. So it's not down yet, but you see it turning around, Templar. Okay. I will use my turn then instead of going up there to say, bring it down, capture it. We will hold it for questioning and and (laughs) get the people to try and grapple it on their turn. All right, roll me another roll me another performance. Let's see if you can rope more people into it. Because there's a ton of people around. Can I use persuasion instead of performance, or is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, persuasion. Seventeen. Roll me another two ten siders. Eight. All right, so you now have seventeen involved. Well, <laughs> thirteen, I guess technically, because four air cockers have flown off. Brave, brave <laughs> flight pilots. <laughs> oh, but they were—they uh, would have returned because the two that they were chasing have died. Right. So yes, you have seventeen around you. 
Holy shit. <laughs> That's so many. Look for more. Okay. As much power feels kind of good, Gideon. This, it feels We're gonna good. have to be very careful that we don't start an uprising here. I don't know even against <laughs> who, but I feel powerful. The uprising has begun. Oh, Pursue no, it. No. Keep going. <laughs> I'll get you to roll uh, Big Willard's persuasion to talk easily Pedro out of attacking him. Oh no! He get plus one. You <laughs> oh said? god! Uh, he gets a plus one. Yep. Nat 20. <gasps> yes. All right. So yes. easily Pedro comes up, looks at him a minute, and then they just give each other a big hug and everyone's, everything's okay. <laughs> I knew it. Big Willard's very charming. That's just like us. That's how he does it with That's us. Right. There's no e- doubt. And easily Pedro joins the party. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new guest coming next week. <laughs> it's Lance Bass. <laughs> Woo. The creature throws itself at Chisk's feet. That's what it's going to do for its round. Gideon. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll try and attack it non-lethally. So I'll, I'll use the hilt of my two blades and just like, kung, kung, on it. Nice. Uh, so that'll be a 25 uh, and a 17. Both of those hit. Uh, that is 21 non-lethal damage. Oh. All right. Chisk, this creature is at your feet. Are we trying to keep it alive? That's what Templar yes. said. It's a great idea. I, yeah, I will also turn my mace, I guess the hilt of the mace. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I, I'll grab the heavy part of the mace and just like hit it with the pommel. <laughs> <laughs> like, dunk. The stick. Uh, 18. Wow, Chisk is hitting every single time this episode. My boy's doing good. Yes, he is. So that is eh, four points of damage. Templar. Uh, it's not dead. It is not dead. Okay, Blaine, stride forward. We will capture this thing and follow it to its home base or something like that. <laughs> Blaine, stride forward. All right. Can we make it through the crowd now that people Yes, people are parting to let you through. <laughs> more of you have noticed the sword. There are still another 14 uh, you guys can use to grapple this creature if you want. Uh, I would I would say it's pretty good that you could probably just grapple Dog pile. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I would like to grapple them and then send some of these 14 other people to go and look for more now that they've seen it. Mm. Spread out. Allies, let us find these betrayers in the holes they are hiding in. Do not allow them to complete their plan. All right. If you want to spend your action um, sort of issuing commands from your majestic perch atop Blaine's mighty maw, mighty paw, then... (laughs) Mighty maw, uh, mighty paw. (laughs) David Suzuki's mighty paw. He has neither of those things. (laughs) Both of his parents are very mighty. Um... (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll let you roll another two ten-siders and recruit more and more Mavros people. Oh. Okay. Uh, 14. Oh. Finally, we're making some change in these people's minds. It's been impossibly difficult to this point. Well, yeah, there's no way <laughs> sure. that we could do this if we didn't have an artifact of this specific religion. Yeah, which no, is crazy. 100% no. I just don't understand why they don't respond faster. Yeah. This has been... <laughs> irritating. They're spectators. They came here to watch a fight. It's the spectators who have been the most responsive. The people running this kangaroo court have been (laughs) embarrassingly inefficient. This is a Chuck E. Cheese tournament. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just say that they are able to grab and hold down. Um, That will take like six of them. Seven of them, say, for a nice round number. How would you like to use these people? I I feel like we should have them search for the bombs rather than the monks. Yes. I I would like to point out that in section 76 there are three trollkin barbarians that are there. You'll notice them right away. Capture them. They're up to something. I haven't seen anyone in the stands, so it's really your call. Uh, You and you, come with me. Can I bring two of them with me and just run into the closest section? Yes. Now, as you guys are getting organized you see that there is a commotion happening from the arena. Oh. You can see coming from the arena a a crowd of very majestically dressed personas. Uh, There is probably a group of 12 
very well-dressed fighters, some majestic paladins, some awesome clerics. <laughs> and in amongst them, a, a very tall, rail-thin dragonborn who has this glow <gasps> Hell yeah. as they move in to talk to you, given all the commotion. That's Arjun! That's Arjun! Prostrate yourself. They're the high me. cleric of Mavros. All the people around drop down to one knee. Uh, I also drop. It would be correct. Yes. All right. What about you, Gideon? Gideon. Uh, no, I think I, I think what I think I need to do is more important currently. I'm going to keep running into the section. I, I'd buy that I didn't even see them. All right. You grab, uh, you grab, uh, average Eva and and one yes. other and head off into the. Crowd. All, all I'm trying to do, just to talk it out a little bit, all I'm trying to do is grab one of the, like, bomb people and bring them out to our little cohort just so they can see, like, what we're looking for in terms of the cross-stitching and the and the bug on the back. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to remo- remove myself from the situation entirely. I just want to give them a point of reference. Yeah, evidence. Yeah. And I think it's more crucial now that the cleric's showing up. Uh, this very tall, thin, dragonborn cleric again, who has this saintly glow about them, moves over and reaches down and with one hand uh, stands Blaine up and with the other stands Chisk up and says, Yes! So thou hast arrived here, has thou? Oh my god. It is an honor. Uh, it is. No, no, this is... Templar's Verge, one of the minor yet important swords of the mighty Mavros. Blaine, it's very important you don't laugh right now. Thank you. Yes, it is I, Templar's Verge, one of the most important swords of Mavros. Yes, of course, of course. And my great companion, Chisk of the Pinion, a hero in his own right. Ah, How are you, your highness? Oh, there's no need for that sort of... Finally, we are both but servants of our gods, are we not? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, some some more important than others. What hast thou brought upon me? What hast thou done here in the seat of Mavros? We have uncovered a plot to disturb the tournament, to sully the reputation of Mavros. You see this monk creature we have captured in front of you? I cast mine own eye upon the wretched creature. Yes. Did you say wretched? Wretched. We have we have also, there are multiple people who have been captured champions of Mavros and they have acid bombs and it's of utmost importance right now that we clear them out of the stadium. I understand. Walk with me. And they gesture in the crowd parts, and they lead, still oddly holding on to each of your hands, as the dragonborn leads you into the center of the arena, gestures sort of grandly. I uh, I would like to make an insight check on this person. After my encounter with Sergeant Dolomite, I'm suspicious that these people don't understand the danger that they're in. Mm. So I would like to make an insight check, please. All right. Not 20. (laughs) Baby. Yes. Tell me everything, Kevin. Yes. What Uh, is is their brunch taste? What is their brunch taste? (laughs) What are they allergic to? We know they had brunch a couple of days ago. It was brunch day the other day. (laughs) You you motherfucker. Uh, This seems to be... The High Cleric of Mavros. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you so much for that incredible insight. <laughs> are they? You are certain that they are. <laughs> and they are not uh, stitched up with a parasite. Okay, am I getting the sense that they're embarrassed about this kind of thing? Or that they're... Or do they just not believe it? Are they trying to cover it up? Or not make a big deal? Like, what's the... They are not concerned. Okay. They believe that you believe it. They believe you that there is some threat brewing. They are not worried. Do I get the sense that they know about this already? Are they surprised? 
Um, they do I'm going to milk this it. nat 20 insight. I, I can for tell all you're, you're already I... verging into your next <laughs> nat 20. Love it. Here's what I want to know, and you're, you, it's not just if they're the high cleric. Give me all, show me all your notes, Kevin. Show me all your notes. <laughs> Send me the Google Doc. Send me the Google Doc. <laughs> are they surprised? Do they seem surprised by the information? Or Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. As we walk, I will say, are you aware that uh, a titan has fallen and smashed below the seat of Mavros here? That there's some sort of pyramid erected to capture champions? There is a bell designed to delay time? Do you know all of this information? I had not heard any of that information before. I know there are ruins on which the seat of Mavros was constructed. It seems that the greatness of this tournament has fallen somewhat in the last hundred years or so. In my day, this kind of thing would not be allowed to happen. Also feels like the DM's got a little bit nervous about this character's voice and has made it a lot more <laughs> normal as the conversation has gone on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go back. You're right, you're right. I, I dropped it because I'm, I'm considering... How controlling the, the, the 20 is on the DM scale. Yes! Ah, of course, yes. We are aware that there are ruins cast verily about the area. This area has been the seat of the grand mustering for 5,000 years. Hi, Cleric Verthissa. With all due respect, are you willing to sacrifice the lives of all the champions of Mavros for the rest of the tournament? Of course I am. All of these worshippers have come here to die. Each one of them hoped to die today, or tomorrow, or the next day. Gloriously in battle, not with acid exploded all over themselves. Not in a sneak attack. The ceremony is Mavros's will. Oh, I don't like this town. This town sucks. I cannot cancel it. There will be no champion, no winner, if all of them are dead. I can't imagine Mavros would be happy with that. Where's Gideon? <laughs> Man, I can't wait for all my friends and the high cleric and our army of people to still be out there when I come back with this guy. <laughs> no problem here. This is going to be a quick trip. The, the high cleric would understand your point. It is much better to die and battle as opposed to simply be snuffed out like a brief candle in the wind. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. is what they are attempting to do. Planting bombs, creating some plot. It's cowardly. I believe you are correct. There is no uh, honor in dying in an explosion. Here is what I shall do that reflects Mavros's will. I will assign upon thee the 200 foe fighters that are uh, uh, waiting. Use them, guide them, lead them, and find these uh, bug creatures before they have a chance to trigger these, uh, what did you call them? We're going with acid, acid bombs. bombs. Yes. Acid bombs. We may delay for half an hour, so our tournament will commence in three and one half hours. Can we delay it for a day? <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> he knows not what he asks. Yeah. Uh, fuck. We would suffer Mavros's wrath far in excess of any acid bomb. I understand your concern, but my duty is to serve Mavros's will. Chisk during the 300 years of war that raged all around us, through every single one of those years, the grand mustering happened. There was battles outside the gates. There were battles in this arena, and yet the grand mustering happened. 
a rumor of a acid bomb that takes out a few of Mavros's chosen or takes out a thousand of Mavros's chosen. It's not a rumor. Here, I grab their hand and I bring her over back to the, like, under the seats where I know Gideon was coming to. <laughs> All right. All well right. Done, so- Walter, Eva, we successfully got this person. No problem. <laughs> Uh, all right, Gideon, roll me a perception. You have two. You can roll me perception with advantage. Not twenty. Hey, hey, Doctor. <laughs> I see all two hundred. This of them. episode, we'll be switching our logo from a natural <laughs> one to a natural twenty. On it. <laughs> so you are able to spot one of these walking bombs sitting in the crowd. It is a big, burly, seems to be some sort of wrestler type. Mm-hmm. Bald head with tattoos all over, probably about six and a half feet tall. I think I know that there's two in each section. Can I see the second one? <laughs> Roll me that perception. Uh, remember that it was a nat 20? My nat 20 doesn't mm-hmm. see nat both 20. of them? He can definitely spot that one. Okay. Uh, then no, I guess I'll go for that one. <laughs> you can always take a look for the second one. Yeah, I was going to look for both of them with my nat 20. It's fine. Yeah. It's, oh, I see. Uh, it feels yeah. like that's how it should have gone. I'm going yeah. to... I'll breeze past it. I'll breeze past it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of confer with my two cohorts and go, Rat, so I want the three of us to kind of like walk past this person. I'm going to like point it out and go, I want to pretend everything's fine. As we walk past from behind them, you two grab his arms, and then we got to start leading them down. Because I think that they're going to, like, trigger themselves to blow up. So grab their arms, all right? So as you breeze past them and point out, you give them the signal. These two that are with you, grab these guys' arms. Let's roll some strength contests. Uh, and I guess I'd like to assist one of them. Sure. As a matter of fact, you know what? You can have advantage on both checks. We'll do one for each arm. Sure. So roll the first guy. Uh, uh, Am I using their bonuses or my bonuses? Uh, You are using... You have to use your bonus for that. Okay. Okay. One of them is a nat 20. No fucking way. I got a seven and a nat 20. No. (laughs) All right. So you hold this one arm. There's never going to be an episode that's better than this one. (laughs) (laughs) The second one. Uh, And that's a 12. This second one is a 23 for this guy. So he is able to get his dagger out and he plunges plunges the dagger into himself. And there is this puff of that melon scent again. And he just stops and puts his arms down with the dagger sticking out of his belly. What happens? That's it. Wait, it didn't explode? It didn't explode. We'll, we'll just take him then. So he just s- stands up. He's bleeding profusely from his stomach. He's got a dagger stuck in it, but he uh, calmly walks with you. Mm. Oh. So what does that mean? We didn't have to do con saves or anything? There is no con save needed. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, he still serves our purpose. Uh, anon. Anon. And I'm screaming, Gideon. Gideon! And so Gideon comes down leading this big wrestler fellow who's just staring ahead and moving along placidly. Keep it, keep him a distance. Uh, he's already been triggered, unfortunately. <laughs> what? What happens if you remove the dagger? I don't Maybe want don't. to find out. <laughs> Although. Don't you? I'm going to push my two entourage people away, my two friends, and I'm going to go <gasps> and take out the dagger. All right. Now I will need you to make me a dexterity save. There no, it but is. That's good to know. Oh. And if it's a dex save, <laughs> I was God. the person to do it. Here we go. Uh, 16. So there is a spurt of that acidic stuff, a stronger scent of melon, and it hits the ground and, and sort of sizzles for a minute and then is inert. Okay, so great. That could not be better proof. I'm glad we did that. You see? High Cleric, you see what this... This is craven. This is sneaking. This is not the way that we battle for Mavros. Dishonorable. I have observed that this poor person has been modified to some nefarious ends. Indeed. There's hundreds in the crowd. Your own sergeant, Dolomite of the Faux Fighters, was modified in this way. I see. 
Oh, Tibet, you can roll me a persuasion. One of you with advantage. May I? Yeah, probably. Great. Uh, 17. I understand that there are people who seek to disrupt the ceremony of Mavros, who seek to cause us problems. I am afraid I do not see the urgency that you see with this <sighs> poor, poor wrestler. Okay, you know what? I'm done messing around. Uh, I'm going to use my scimitar and cut the bug out of the wrestler's neck and kind of shove it a little too close to the cleric's face and go, so mm. this thing is making the uh, fighters act not of their own free will. So it's all these subjects of Mavros acting for another god. Are you cool with that, or what do you think? I believe we should have thine efforts bent towards the avenging of these Mavros worshippers that have been so sullied. Yes, yes. But not Vengeance. to save them, is what you're saying? These poor lost souls have in many ways fulfilled their oath to Mavros. Yes, this makes sense to me, but we should not allow their enemies to succeed. I agree. I agree that this must be answered. Who of you are here prepared to lead the foe fighters? The three of us and our companion, who we also must rescue. Well, the four of us. Big Will is also here. Oh, and Vanessa La Jolla. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Vanessa La Jolla. I only want her around in case Blaine drops dead. Yeah, you must know her. I have no recollection of our La Jolla, but I am sure she's a, a valiant fighter. However, you, looks over at Big Willard, I see you wear the, the marks of Corporal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Big Wheeler, this is literally, you sound like a goat right now, Big Wheeler. This is literally your only time to keep you it together. You gotta cool, you gotta calm yeah. down. Oh, yes. Oh, great guy, cleric. You shall have roll you. I, what is the, what is the word the military use? I will promote you to Sergeant Willard. Did you say enroll? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I initially said enroll. But he's, Sergeant he's, 101. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will need a great deal of training before he's... He does. God, he needs to read the book. It's it's an online class. You can sort of breeze through it. There's just <laughs> at, the, at the University of Phoenix. <laughs> he will now be promoted to Sergeant. So Big Willard Big steps forward majestically. He's, he's, you see his hands working reflexively. He drops down to his knees and he's holding on to the, starts to almost cry at the high cleric's feet. I lean over to Templar's Virgin. I go, you know, it's probably going to have to be us that do the leading. Oh, right? again and again, I have come to this conclusion. Big Willard is. Yeah, okay. Until Big Willard looks up and he stands majestically and you can see some wind from somewhere roll through his his hair and his and his fur as he looks staunchly at the high cleric and goes <laughs> and faints. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh. I, I'm so sorry. All right, so Big Willard is, is lying now, fainted at the feet of the God high cleric. Damn Sergeant me. Willard. I pick him up. High cleric leans over and with a word heals you and you are refreshed you feel the power and the majesty roll through you of Mavros, and you will be blessed the next 24 hours. Whoa! Ooh, an extended bless. Oh, yo! Man, where's Maeve? Hey, I'm sorry, Claire. Can I have a, one of these little extended blesses in like a bottle or a pouch for one of our friends? <laughs> to go? That's cool. Have that. <laughs> like a doggy yeah, bag? Yeah, maybe on a flower or something. She mutters a few words under her breath and hands you what looks like a Midgard Gatorade. This is so awkward, but I actually did get a reassurance that we would have a bag of hot mini donuts on our seats. So just wondering if we can go grab those before we go into the mission. <laughs> Gideon, no, that's tomorrow. That's for right. tomorrow. Uh, I'm for just that. excited. Yeah. They smile at you in a very saint-like way. And they are led off through the crowd with a, a dozen people talking a mile a minute. 
good luck, good venture, and may the blessing of Mavros follow you for the next 24 hours. This battle is going to happen in like half an hour, isn't it? Three hours and 30 minutes. You have three hours and 30 minutes. Each of you is fully refreshed. You have your spells back. You have oh, your we back do. up to full hit points. Mm. It's the equivalent of a long rest. And yet no sleep. And yet no sleep. But at least much better than the last one where you had to hold your eyes open, Chisk. It's empowering, isn't it, Chisk? It's empowering. It's, it feels good, but like it's like when you have a tasty meal, but it's not large enough to, to be sufficient. Like, I'm still, like, a little bit hungry. I do not understand this metaphor. Right. I'm talking... Yes, I, I'm so sorry. I forgot I was talking to a sword. It's just really hard to care about these people and what we're doing when the High Cleric is so nonchalant. In my day, it was not this indecorous. I assure you, we had some class and it, it, it just it didn't feel so commercialized the last time I was here. I can't... I... I understand your... And I could get behind that, Templar. I could. This is really hard. It's crazy to me that you had to convince... I mean, not that I heard it or anything, but it's crazy to me that you had to convince him that all of his subjects dying by acid was maybe not good for the tournament. Honestly, all of these people are intolerable. Except for you, Templar. Except for you. Well, thank you. I come from a different time, but uh, I, I... It's hard for me to say it, but I... I tend to agree. They are idiots. Each and every one. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not the mm-hmm. only one seeing this, right? Nope. Okay. Nope. Good. Well, at least we're all on the same page, and at least we have an army of foe fighters. I can also request the aid of Broadwolf and Diamond Gap, should we need them. I mean, this was kind of the, this would be the time. Mm-hmm. We gotta find... I mean, now, friends, do we... Ha... We have three and a half hours. Here's what I'm thinking. We have 200 foe fighters. We have three and a half hours. We could send two of them to each section and have that happen twice. You know what I mean? Like they could do 100 sections and then 100 Mm -hmm. sections. And maybe we go find Maeve once we get everybody. Like, Big Will, do you feel like you can kind of handle this situation in your new leadership role? (laughs) I I do a a little smack on Big Will's face. Hey, buddy, I love you. Please focus. You don't understand. I have waited. I do understand. I do. We've got you two promotions in one week. I absolutely understand. I appreciate that. Anything you need, you just go ahead and ask, and I will certainly consider it. I need you to take this body of this wrestler, use it as an example for what your faux fighters are looking for, send your faux fighters out, tell them there are two in each section, and you need to get all of those people out of the arena. Except in section 76, where there are definitely three. Ah, right. Fair enough. There's at least two. Maybe go off that information. Just look for the ones that are kind of sort of glazed in the eyes. Bring them to the river or somewhere away from the seat. So we're going to try to fight all the other people that have been affected with those acid bombs. Is that what you're saying? What I'm suggesting, Big Will, is that you can handle that. You've just been promoted to sergeant. We got to go find what's happened to Maeve. I'm getting concerned. Yeah, absolutely. I will make sure that this, uh, the Seed of Mavros has no more of those poor, tortured, cut up people in it. So the the three of you, well, four including Blaine, are heading out to the out to the town to try to find where Maeve was. Is that right? Yeah, I think yes. we would head towards Pit Fourteen. Where did where was she last? Well, Is that's that where I know that Veridin was last. So that's where I think she headed. So that's where I would go. That's a good call. Yes, she was distraught over that man. And we will pick it up next week. Woo! Okay. Oh my goodness. Don't fuck it up, big whale. I'm so pissed at this high cleric. It's so hard to be like, okay, you know what? Oh, I I hate it. It's hard to stay on track. (laughs) It does make me just want to walk away and be like, well... They suck. For sure. There's like three <laughs> other people besides this group that I know in this city. And like, if Faye's cool with either dying or leaving us in- entirely, like, let's just bounce. What are we doing? Let's peace. I got, I got friends in other That's cities. Right. I got no horse in this race. <laughs> let's leave. Thank you very much.
to Cobalt Press for all of their lovely Midgard material. Thank you to the Boy King of Idaho for their sweet, sweet jams. To Morgan Ermter for all the graphic design work done for the Dias cast. As you may have heard, Morgan, we do have some notes. We'd like a 20 on the logo <laughs> rather than a 1. Uh, I Let's will be coming it. to your house and requesting that in person. And if you want to check out some character portraits, artist at the Art of Grillo on Twitter and Instagram. Diego. Give us your handles, and if you got anything to plug. What's up? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Diego Streddle, or you can follow me on Twitter or TikTok at D-I-I underscores Streddle. Emma. Hi, I want to plug, as always, Michael Rollins and Caleb Wilden for creating this dope AF sentient weapon supplement. You can search for me on the internet at Cinderemma B on Instagram, and that's it. Kevin. I'd like to invite everyone to join us on our Discord server, The Die As Cast. You can also find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at The Die As Cast, or go direct to the source, dieascast.com. Know the, in that case. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great messages from people. Uh, I'll want to shout out Andrew and Craig. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. A lot of great reviews are popping up. If you want to be included in the show, like Avron and Blaine McNutt, you can leave us a review on Facebook or Apple Podcasts or your choice of platform, and we will sneak you into the show. Uh, if you have any questions or thoughts or concerns about the show, you can email me, griffin, at diazcast. You can use the hashtag, the diazcast, and we will find you. Uh, and uh, you can follow me on all platforms at Griffin Cork. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. 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 We'll see you.